Welcome to The Contemplative Life. Three pastors, friends, and spiritual companions help us explore spirituality through a contemplative lens. I'm Christina Roberts. I'm Chris Roberts. I'm Christina Kaiser. We're glad you joined us. Hi, it's great to be with you. Today on the podcast, we are going to be doing something a little different. We thought it might be interesting to give an example of what one might find were you to seek out a spiritual companioning, spiritual direction session. So Christina Kaiser is going to be the seeker today, while Chris Roberts has the role of spiritual director. Before we begin, we want to offer a couple of notes. First of all, in a real life session, typically they are closer to one hour, so we are truncating it for the purpose of the podcast. Also in real life, there tends to be opportunity at the beginning of the session to hold silence and some sort of prayer at the end. And again, we're eliminating that for the recording. And finally, probably the most noteworthy is that usually when you go to a direction session, it is confidential. Uh, confidentiality is held very high esteem. And of course, today, Christina Kaiser is willing to share this broadly. So she is actually going to be bringing a dream to Chris today, which isn't necessarily super common, but it does happen every once in a while. And so they have edited their conversation to just share the dream part. And I invite you to notice how Chris, as he is, quote, directing Christina, he's really encouraging her to keep going deeper into her own sense of what God might be saying to her through these different symbols and noticings in the dream. So on that note, we hope you enjoy the podcast. start with any significant God moments that you've had in the past couple of weeks? Well, I had this huge dream the other day, and I don't usually have dreams that mean anything to me, but this one felt like it lasted a while. And when I woke up, I felt like this is, this is a story. This is about what's been happening and what's about to happen. And I've really been, like I sat for a couple hours at the piano that morning because I just felt like I needed to continue to explore that space and it just continues to feel very real to me. A dream has yeah. been speaking to your soul. Tell me more about what you feel like it's saying. It started with feeling a little discombobulated, like several days had gone by and I couldn't remember them. And I was trying to, I was telling people like, I remember Monday and now it's Friday and I don't remember any of the days in between. And then it continued on. Like suddenly I was carrying this baby and I was trying to get somewhere and it was getting dark and uh, I was going like up a ramp, but then you had to go down the ramp. I thought this is so weird. You're going backwards to go forwards. This is supposed to like make it faster and it got very narrow and like very few people could have squeezed into that downward staircase. And, uh, but I got through and then some people were running away and then others I was seeming to gain on. And I thought like, how could I be gaining on anybody? And when I'm holding this baby, right? Like it seems impossible to be able to go faster. But then that person seemed to be chasing me. Well, they like, they tried to put a cloth over my head so I couldn't see. And I was like, can you please not do that? <laughs> In a very non-direct way that is not me. Can you please not do that? And then I was taken somewhere and then it, it was a new day. There was all of these people around. Like I couldn't really see the person next to me, but it felt like 
that person was like the essence of these things that I had really appreciated in another person, like equality and treating everybody according to their, like, you have this gift and you have this strength. And so I'm going to utilize that. So there's this, there was this like song in my spirit and I didn't realize the song was in my spirit till this other woman stood up to sing it. She is this person like I know very little, but I attribute compassion and generosity and kindness. And she started singing this song and I was like, I don't know what the rules are right now. Like, I don't know if we're allowed to sing, but I'm going to sing that song too. So I started singing the song and then the baby, the baby who's four years old came in and woke me up. So that (laughs) that was the end of all the things. As I thought about it, I felt like You know, so much of this feels like what has been. Like We had all these children come into our lives and it felt like year, two years just disappeared. And then we brought this baby in and it definitely felt like this going back, trying to go forward. And it often feels like, I don't know the rules, (laughs) but there's these values. And I think currently I feel like I am in a time of figuring out what does it mean that we've moved and we're closer to family and we're still like doing ministry. What does life look like now? And it's this notion of like, there's this song, it's all, it's, you're already singing it. Right. And and just joining it. Like it feels very significant to me all to say. Gotcha. So in this dream, uh, just to re- reflect back, maybe some of the things that I hear you saying, um, some of the key elements were this, this protective, having this child and a destination. You're going somewhere, but then there's this, this part of the journey that is confusing to you. You're discombobulated. You don't know the way. And then um, the, the, the dream shifts into a, a, a different part. And there's this singing aspect where this person that embodies uh, these attributes that you really, um, that you hold up, that you mm-hmm. lift them up. And then you don't know the rules, but you sort of just, you sort of just go for it and you sort of sing along. Um, And then I think I heard you saying because that your natural child came and woke you up from the dream, not not the child in the dream, uh, but, but your real child. And when you think about this dream, where is it that you feel God? Where do you experience God in those moments? I think most strongly as I'm sitting in this chair. So it's this green space and there's like leadership and and the rules have been given and there's like a liturgy being spoken, but I don't understand even though the like the rules have been given, even the liturgy has been spoken. Um, and I'm, I'm watching it all and I'm trying to figure out Okay, so I think I'm in charge of something here, right? Like I'm supposed to, that's something I'm supposed to be doing. (laughs) Um, And then there's other people that are clearly not given permission to speak. So I've been given permission to speak, but I don't know when I'm supposed to do that. (laughs) And so I think in that moment, the part that I feel 
the most strongly is as I say, like, I don't know the rules, but I'm going for it anyway. And I join with this other voice and this joining with this other voice is like this breaking open, this freeing, lovely experience. It's just right. Suddenly you feel like you're where you're supposed to be that moment in particular. So stepping out, that was a, a moment of, um, freedom and yeah. And release. God. Yeah. Experiencing God in that moment. Okay. Yeah. Because everything else feels a little uncertain, right? I feel nervous and concerned and I'm, I just don't know. I don't understand so much, right? Yeah. That one moment, especially. So in, in the moments where you're confused, you don't know the rules. As you picture that in your mind, those moments, where is your awareness of God in those times? Where is he for you? I think it's highly cerebral in those moments, right? Because I, I know that I'm not fully being overtaken, right? The person puts the cloth over my head and I say, can you please not do that? And, and they actually take it off, right? <laughs> That's not supposed to happen. So there's a sense of God's protection, even in the, the midst of the scariness of it. The like, this is a really narrow stairwell that is kind of uncomfortable to go down, but I can still go down it, right? <laughs> there's that, even in the pressing, there's a sense of still being able. So those things for sure, right? And it feels impossible that I could go forward, that I could right overtake, right? That I could keep up in any kind of a way. And yet I am. So there's this kind of miraculous sense. Those are all things that feel God-like to me, even though my emotions are a little, you know, harried. When you say your, your emotions are harried, tell me a little bit more about that. What are the predominant emotions that are coming forward? What are you sensing? What are you feeling with with the emotions? Uh, I feel kind of, it's scary really to be like, I don't know where I am or what day it is or where that time went and to not be able to get it back. So that feels scary. The uncertainty. So I'm, I'm walking and it's dark and I don't, you know, I'm thinking how long is it going to take to get there? There's this feeling of just the uncertainty is also scary. I feel a little anxious. I feel a little scared. And as you think about God in those moments, where, where is he in those moments of anxiousness and scaredness? So in the early part of the dream, I'm speaking to someone and I'm telling them, right? Like, I don't know what day it is. And that notion of being able to be with somebody feels important to me. Even though I'm a little bit emotionally distraught, at least I'm getting to share it with someone. So that feels very important. And... Even though I'm walking in the dark, there is a street light, right? It's not fully dark. So that also feels like an important part. Like it is dark, but it's not black, right? <laughs> so that also, right? There's little, there's just enough comfort to keep walking, right? To keep going. So it sounds like there's a, you're discovering a general awareness of God. It's not in the forefront, but it's in the background. That's fair. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that that word of protecting something, right, I had attributed it very literally to the baby, which was a real protective experience, not to be diminished. But um, that is generally true also. <laughs> that baby could be all the people that I am 
thinking of. So the the baby has uh, symbolism for you. It's wrapped up. There's many people wrapped up in this baby. Yeah. In the dream, I actually don't see the face of the baby. They're like swaddled very completely. (laughs) So I had initially thought of it only in terms of our actual small family unit, but we actually have lived in a very extended family world for a long time. So there's plenty of people and there's even plenty of other just things that protection is a really big deal. Like hold, hold the baby, hold it tight. (laughs) Um, get through whatever thing needs to be gotten through. Are there places in your life that you feel that protection or maybe you feel the lack of protection? Yeah, probably forever. I mean, we we have lived our lives just in this very like, let's try everything and anything kind of a way. We often jump before we know what all the things could be. And then we find out all the things as we go. So certainly there's been oh my gosh, we need to protect our relationship. We need to protect downtime. We need to um, keep our kids healthy, right? There's been plenty of sickness, finances, right? (laughs) We need to make sure that we can float financially in the midst of all the risk that we're taking. I don't want this person's feelings to be hurt. I mean, gosh, everything, right? So yeah, yeah, lots of ways that, and there's, there's a sense that I am journeying home, but, but I never get there. I'll, I'm ultimately transported to this green space. And I have had other d- dreams that involve this green space, this coming together of people. And um, it's always the case that when we come together, there is this drawing to God, right? There's this drawing upward. It's always worship. It is always a... Um, I don't know. I'm doing this act with my hands, which people won't be able to see, but it's like coming forth and then bursting upward experience. Um, so that feels familiar. So tell me more about that. I, I'd like, I'd like to hear more. So you feel this about people in your life or this, you're doing this diagram with your hands that I, yes. <laughs> But um, what does it mean? What does it mean for you? You know, it's always been a really big deal to me, this notion of one head turns and then another head turns and then another head turns. And and pretty soon you are where you you were supposed to be, right? But it's, it's slow and it's, and community has always been very important to me. Uh, which actually, it always a little bit feels like we're chasing that notion of community that we kind of feel like is supposed to be there. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yes, yeah, so there's this kind of like entering in one at a time, one at a time. And then it gets very strong as everybody gets there. And as as it arrives then it like bursts open, like this worshipful experience, like bursts open. So I don't know. It's kind of a belief that I've definitely had about my life, right? Like somehow we, we all journey to the, the point, right? We are all, we're trying to get to that. Like one accord has been a really big deal to me lately, this notion of, and they were all of one mind sort of a thing. And that big things happen once you get to that space. So, so I, I'm 
I'm hearing longing. There's a longing yeah. in you for for this sense of community. And yes. I'm also hearing you you feel like maybe there's some momentum, the head's turning. That you that but you want more momentum. You're longing for more community. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It, you know, I've definitely like cried for that very thing. Um and we always, I think like we take all the little bits, right? Like we get excited about all the little bits and, um, but yes, there's something in my heart that is yet to be fulfilled and, uh, yes. So why don't we just take a moment? I'd like to just take uh, a couple of seconds and I'd like for you to, to, to picture your heart and picture that longing that you feel. And then I'd like for you to, to ask yourself the question, where is God at in that longing? <clears throat> well, I think at this particular moment, I feel a little bit like the baby. <laughs> so I feel like God becomes me holding that baby. So like we've kind of Right. In that sense, I'm the baby and God is the one going down the staircase and walking down the road and saying, hey, don't put that cloth, <laughs> that cloth over the head. Um, so, yeah, in that question, I feel like the roles change a little bit. So you were you when you pictured where God was at, you 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 became protected. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You were you were with God on his journey. Uh, yeah. To a destination. Yeah. It feels different. So yeah. Like your your longing is to be with God in this journey of the, and and you feel God in your longing? I do. Yeah. And you feel you feel leading God. Yes. In, yeah. Right. That's a beautiful yeah. image. That is, that is, it's a beautiful image. And it's very vivid. Like I, I typically forget my dreams, but this one has remained. Well, thank you for sharing. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. 